this is Angels broadcaster Trent Rush, and you're listening to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Now here's your host, my guy, Taylor Blake Ward. Hey everybody, welcome to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're locked in with Taylor Blake Ward, and it's great to have you on this Thursday, March 5th, 2020. We're going to be chatting about the Angels a little bit here. Surprise, surprise, you check in the Locked On Angels, and we talk about the Angels. I think that's what you're looking for. We're going to be talking a little bit about the pitching staff, and in particular, one pitcher who has been pretty impressive this spring. you got to take spring stats with a major grain of salt, but what he's done this spring so far has been very impressive. We're going to touch on that. Before we get to anything, we got to remind you to follow us on Twitter at LockedOnAngels, and you can follow me personally at TaylorBlakeWard. When you do that, you can interact with us and be part of the show on Tuesdays when we do our fan mailbag, where we take your questions from Twitter and emails, where you can email your questions to TaylorBlakeWard at Yahoo.com. Answer your questions. We have a great time. If you want to download today's show or any of the episodes on the Locked On Podcast Network or subscribe to Locked On Angels, you can do so via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever podcasting platform you're using to listen to today's show. Angels are not playing this afternoon, so it's a pretty slow news day when it comes to the Angels. So that gives us the opportunity to talk a little bit about the pitching staff and what we've seen so far this spring. With pitching being such a key focus for the Angels' success in 2020, I want to mark down a few things that I've seen so far this spring that have impressed me when it comes to Angels' pitching staff that may lead into the season, and it all comes contributions of Mickey Calloway. Now, obviously, the players are the key focus, and they have to perform over the season, but when Mickey Calloway came in, there was a lot of questions about how he would improve this pitching staff, and one big note is that he wanted guys to throw strikes. Very simple. He wanted guys to throw strikes, not work around guys, be very aggressive, on the mound, attack the zone, and we've seen that so far. I want to share this note with you. Uh, last year, the Angels were tied for fifth worst in Major League Baseball, walking 9.2% of the batters they faced. Uh, this spring, they are at 9.9%, 44 blocks compared to 446 batters faced, which is obviously a number you want to see come down. But this is the important note, is I looked at the potential starters, and you're looking at Jaime Berea, Dylan Bundy, Manandres, Dylan Peters, Andrew Heaney, Jose Suarez, Griffin Canning, Patrick Sandoval, and Julio Tehran. And out of these nine guys, and I, you know it's going to come down to five, but nine guys, they have walked eight of 154 batters faced. That's 5.2%. Last season, Angel starters were tied with the third worst walk percentage at 8.6%. That's third worst in Major League Baseball. They're at 5.2% right now. Now, this is the mark is a lot of these guys have not gone more than two innings at a time. Some guys have gone three innings, uh, but you're not seeing guys really stretch themselves out. So they can focus on throwing strikes, and that can be their primary focus here early in spring. But if they can maintain a pace regular to this going into the season, maybe be around that 6 to 7% mark, that would put them near the tops of baseball. Last year, Dodgers starters led baseball and walk percentage at 5.7%. After that, you look at some very low-budget teams that had success. Seattle was there, second in baseball, 6.6%. But third in baseball was Tampa Bay, 6.7%. You've got Houston after that at 68 and then Oakland at 6.9%. So you always talk about these low-dollar, low-budget teams that are finding ways to have success. You look at Tampa, third best in baseball. Oakland, fifth best in baseball. Another mark is that the Mets were tied with Oakland for the fifth best in baseball. You know who was the manager for the Mets last year? Yeah, Mickey Callaway, the Angels' new pitching coach. 
Now, this is something that, you know, it's very simplistic. Walk percentage, you don't want to walk, guys. It's an easy free pass to first base, literally called a free pass. So you don't want to be doing this. If the Angels can get below the 7% mark and be a top five team, I mean, like I said, this is early, 5.2%, and a lot of guys aren't being stretched out beyond 40 pitches. Some guys aren't even at that 40-pitch mark. But, you know, if you can keep this around that 6 to 7% mark going into the season and contain that during the season, really avoid that 8.6% that you had last year that put you second worst in the American League and third worst in all of baseball, that's where you're really trying to be. So I like that the Angels are throwing strikes. I like that they're not walking guys. I would like to see improvements when it comes to relievers. That's going to be something that always occurs is you always want to see relievers throw strikes, which is not the case because baseball is transcending into these hard-throwing guys that aren't necessarily pitchers but throwers, and you have to develop them into pitchers who do throw hard. Uh, So these are things that you want to see as the Angels progress through the season is lower that walk percentage, and the strikeouts are going to come with it. You trust your stuff. And if, it's, uh, if there's contact made, what's the problem? You've got Anthony Rendon at third base. You've got Andrelton Simmons at shortstop. You've got a very premier defensive outfield. Your defense is going to carry. If you give up a solo home run, that's going to be a shame, but those things happen. When you have guys on base, you're going to pitch accordingly and adjust to the scenario. So if you're allowing solo home runs, you're allowing contact, and your defense is carrying you through that, as well as you're not walking guys and putting them on base, that is going to be very beneficial for the Angels pitching staff this season. And I think that Mickey Calloway is starting to show the signs of how he is planning on improving this Angels pitching staff going into 2020. And that all begins with the starting pitching, who's going to see the most pitches over the course of the season. Very obvious, they're going to have the most innings pitched over the year, and Mickey Calloway seems to have a very good connection with the starting pitchers, having them throw strikes early in games. Speaking of starting pitchers, we're going to focus in on one in the second segment of the show. Before we get to that, we're going to remind you, if you want to head out to spring training, the best way to do so is to go to www.visitarizona.com slash springtraining. They have all kinds of information on tickets, restaurants, hotels, the works. So check them out, www.visitarizona.com slash springtraining. We'll be right back with more Locked On Angels right after a quick word from our sponsors. Hey guys, this is Dylan Short, host of the Locked On Braves. Proud to bring you back to Locked On Angels and your host, my friend, Taylor Blake Ward. Hey, thanks, Dylan. And if you want to check out any of the shows on the Locked On Podcast Network, you can do that by heading to LockedOnPodcast.com. Hit MLB and check out my friend Dylan at Locked On Braves. Now, speaking of Dylan, not that Dylan, but a different Dylan. I think you know where I'm going with this. Dylan Bundy has been very good for the Angels this spring training. I'm not going to necessarily go into his numbers this spring because spring numbers don't really matter until you look at a very larger perspective. Also, you don't know what guys are working on. But Dylan Bundy this year, this is the one number I will give you, is so far this spring he has faced 24 batters. He has retired 22 of those with 11 strikeouts. I really like the way that he has been working around the zone. He's been attacking the zone, been very aggressive with his fastball, been very aggressive with the slider. I forgot how good the shape is on Dylan Bundy's slider. Very good shape on that pitch. Another item, he started using a sinker late last year. We've seen him use it a little bit this spring, but not a lot. I wonder if he's saving that for something that he can use going later into the season. When you see your division opponents multiple times and he's going and facing the Astros or the Mariners or Rangers or Athletics for the third, fourth time over the course of the season, if he's waiting to use that, 
I think he's done a great job of showing what he's capable of doing on the mound. Now, obviously, yesterday was against the Mariners, uh, not a premier team, and there was quite a few minor leaguers on that team, a lot of young hitters, even guys like Evan White and Kyle Lewis who are going to be rookies this year. But one thing I know I saw was how efficient he was on the mound. His pitch count stayed low enough to where he was able to go out for one out in the fourth inning. He was only supposed to pitch three innings and went out for that fourth, was able to get a strikeout looking on Evan White. But just his ability to, uh, you know, you as a pitcher, you want to be able to get up, sit down, get up, sit down, get up, sit down. And this early in the spring, maybe you're only doing two innings. Maybe you're doing only one time where you have to get back up, get back out on the mound, and re, uh, re, you know, um, reheat your arm. <laughs> Man, it's spring training for me too, guys. I got to think about this. Um, but essentially, you know, you go back in the dugout, you come back out. And this is part of a simulated game. This is part of everything. So for him to be able to do that, technically four times yesterday that was really impressive to me um when you're only scheduled to pitch three innings but your pitch count is low enough to where you can go out for another uh, inning you're showing that you're already ahead of the uh, schedule when it comes to everything that you're supposed to be doing in, in spring training and dylan bundy is showing that he's already ahead of schedule when it comes to this fox sports west was able to catch up with dylan bundy yesterday about what he was working on we're going to share that audio for you right now no, just trying to refine everything that I have and uh, just locate the ball better. You can always locate better. After every single game, you can go back and look. And uh, usually there's some pitches you can locate better. And uh, that's all I try to do in spring training is locate the ball best I can. So Dylan's talking about uh, location here, which you can reference as command as opposed to control. One thing, Dylan Bundy has watched one of 24 batters face this spring, so the control is perfectly fine. Uh, I went back and watched this outing when it came to his command. I really liked his fastball command throughout the course of yesterday's game. Thought he was working middle in, uh, working away as well, perfectly fine. He knew when to work east to west and north to south. I didn't see any problems with that. My focus a little bit was on the slider, and we talked about the shape of the slider early here in the second segment, how I've, I forgot how good of a shape it really is. Almost, It's not slurvy. There's a really good horizontal break to it, but the vertical break comes in almost like a curve, which makes it a bit slurve-like but I think it's a really good pitch. Uh, I noticed that he got away with some that were up. Uh, you know, I'm talking maybe like four or five over the course of his outing. Uh, something that he's going to have to work on. You know, you get it going against the Astros, and they're going to punish some uh, off-speed pitches that are up in the zone. But if he can refine that and just you know locate down by a half an inch or an inch, I think he's going to be really successful with those two pitches. And then you start to incorporate his changeup and his sinker later in games. So where you're working, uh, you know, and every, every game is going to be different for Dylan Bundy. You're expecting him to go out 30 times, give you 175 to 200 innings this, this year. But, you know, over the course of the season, you're going to see some repetitive marks. He may be pitching backwards at times. But if he can use a fastball slider combination – first time through the order, and then start bringing in his sinker or his changeup or his other what's left in his arsenal, I think you're going to see some really successful outings from Dylan Bundy over the course of the season. Uh, I know that a lot of you, when I was talking about him yesterday, were saying that he's a, a Cy Young candidate or early Cy Young candidate. Um, I'm not going to buy into that, but I have been very impressed with Dylan Bundy. I think that getting him out of the AL East is going to be a big mark. I think we've said that a hundred times over on this show. Um, but just seeing Dylan Bundy more comfortable. Uh, and I'm, I'm not as familiar with Dylan as I as others because I remember Dylan when he was a draft prospect. I followed his career to an extent, but I haven't seen every time he's gone out and pitched. So I don't know for certain 
uh, how great he is. But I was able to see him at times, and his comfort level looks a lot better right now. His strike-throwing ability, command of that fastball, which is one of your primary uh, tools as a starting pitcher. That's likely your primary tool as a starting pitcher is ability to locate the fastball, command that fastball. I think Dylan's done a great job this spring already and uh, kind of excited to see what else he's going to bring to the table, especially as we get into the season later here within a month or so. That's all we have for today's show. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to download today's show or any of the episodes on Locked On Podcast Network or subscribe to Locked On Angels, you can do so via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever podcasting platform you're using to listen to today's show. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Angels, and you can follow me personally at Taylor Blake Ward. You can interact with us that way, or you can email the show, TaylorBlakeWard at Yahoo.com. Reminded, today's show is brought to you by Arizona Tourism. If you're heading out to spring training, the best way to do so is to go to www.visitarizona.com slash spring training. They've got all kinds of information on hotels, motels, eateries, restaurants. How many other synonyms can I think of? You get the picture. They've got information on tickets and also how you can check out the Grand Canyon and everything Arizona has to offer when it comes to tourism. So check them out, www.visitarizona.com slash spring training. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. For Locked On Angels, I'm Taylor Blake Ward, reminding you to dot your I's, cross your T's, and stay nasty, Anaheim. We'll see you tomorrow.